0: Hey yo hey yo mic check one two one two mic check one two one two salutations beautiful people you are now tuned in to the minority report I am your host Dre E. The Minority Report Podcast is the dopest podcast on the planet where we tend to focus on issues, problems, great things, bad things affecting all minorities across the world. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Hey, yo, yo, what's up? What's going on, man? This is Dre E. This is the Minority Report, episode number 23. We in here, man. We, we, um shit man unfortunately man we got a lot of stuff to talk about it's been a lot of stuff that transpired over the last uh week and a half as far as the world and you know everything we've been talking about as far as um black lives matters uh, vanessa guillian um shit all of that man so we're just gonna touch base on all of that and you know you know do what we do man talk about what we talk about so um shout out to a uh, little baby man for this song man it's just powerful uh uh, the bigger picture this that 's whats that 's that playing in the background man he he really did a man he really did a stand up job on um, on this song so you know shout out to little baby man um, but here we go man episode number twenty three Mike jordan episode um, twenty three um, so here we go so man first thing and first and foremost man we want to talk about is this um you know what 's going on in our in our military, um, across the nation, across the world, actually. So, uh, last week, they found the remains of Vanessa Guillen outside of Fort Hood, Texas, in Colleen, Texas. Um, they found her remains. The family had um, previously um, confirmed it, but they gave it a couple... The military, the Army, waited a couple days till they actually confirmed it. But the family had already gave a press conference uh, stating that it was her. So... Again, man, I want to give my rest in peace and my condolences to her and her family and her friends, her loved ones, everyone who supports Vanessa and her family. Um, shout out to the, uh, the city of Houston for um, you know standing up for her, for protesting for her, her as well. Um, I can't lie, man. I was, I was, I was hopeful that they wouldn't find her dead, but. Everything pointed to them finding her dead, but I, I was I was holding out for the fact that I, I was really, really hoping that you know they would um that they would you know not find her dead and actually you know find her alive. So when that news broke, I was actually sitting here watching uh, watching the news when the breaking news happened that you know her family was held, holding that- press conference there at uh, Fort Hood, Texas. Stating that, you know, they found those remains And her family was pretty much uh, Pretty much had confirmed Then that Excuse me Then that um, they had found It was her remains that they had found So That um, That sparked this whole Whole uh, This whole uh, conversation As far as what's going on in our Militaries across In our military across the world I'm talking about Army, Navy, Coast Guard, Marines, Air Force, everything. Every branch of the military, um, there's a lot of shit going on as far as harassment, sexual harassment, rape, and, of course, um, as we know, murder. So it's just... uh, Man. Man. Um, I can't lie, man. I'm so... I'm so frustrated, I'm so upset, I'm so angry that the military pretty much failed Vanessa again on so many levels, so many levels. And then to find out, you know, about her tragic, just the way that she passed away was just, it's just disgusting. It's just disgusting how A human being could do that to another human being. Um, I guess it hit harder. I guess it hit hard, very hard for me because, as you guys know, man, I have daughters. I have daughters that are four years shy of what Vanessa Guillen is. She was, I believe, she was twenty when she passed. I have sixteen-year-old daughters, man. So um, that could have been any one of our daughters. That could have been been any one of our sisters. Any one of our cousins. Any one of our granddaughters, any one of our friends, any one of our loved ones—that could have been any one of them—and for her to, for one, feel as if she couldn't go to anyone surrounding anyone surrounding her, um, and let them know what was going. I mean, outside her family, of course, she let her family know, and I'm pretty, and she, and I'm pretty sure she, she let a a couple of close friends know. But the fact that she couldn't go to no one in her chain of command and she couldn't go to no one outside of her chain of command, her co-workers, the men um, that she worked with to get this situation taken care of and handled before it led to her untimely demise is despicable and it's disgusting. It's it's just a heart-wrenching... It's just very heart-wrenching to even have to talk about this and to... To know that her life at the young age of 20 was cut short over some selfish, devious, devilish bullshit that's obviously going on in the military. But it's not only going on in the military, but I'm sticking to the military right now because Vanessa Guillen was in the military. So... This is going on across the military and has been going on for decades, centuries if no, decades on end, if not centuries. I'm not here for the, you know, schematics and the facts, fact checking. And, you know, I know you guys are going to come and say, hey, well, you know, Dre, women weren't even allowed in the military a century ago or a few centuries ago. Whatever you want to call it. But you get the point. You get what I'm talking about. And it's disgusting. And it's sad. And, it's, 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 and it's, it's a very unfortunate thing. I served in the military, um, United States Air Force. And, I, and some of my closest and best friends are females that I served with. And I had to apologize to them, man, because if, if they experienced any of the things that a lot of these women are coming forward and talking about now... Even some of them that I actually serve with, and they experience these things, I apologize for that because I wasn't aware of it, and I know that they know if I knew anything about that, there would have been a fucking problem, and there wouldn't have been nobody or nothing that could have that could have shut me up they could have put me they could have kicked me out, they could have put me out they could have article 15 me they could have threw me in confinement they could have done whatever the fuck they would have done to me but for me to know that any of that was going on while I was serving no I could not accept that so this message right here is to the service men and women but especially the men out there in the service who have who you know Look at it this way. I feel. This is what I feel. You don't have to feel this way, but this is the way I feel. This is the way I was brought up. If a woman is in the if the if a woman is in the vicinity of you, no matter if you know her or you don't know her. In my opinion, the way that I was raised is she is now your responsibility. Period. Your her safety is now your responsibility. Any woman in the vicinity of where I am should be, should feel safe, period. And I'd like to think that the men that I'm around, they feel that's the same way also. Because we cannot continue to let this shit happen. We cannot continue to fail our fellow service women in the military. It's going on for too long, it's go- and we, we, they provide every fucking excuse in the book. But men, I'm talking to men specifically. Men specifically. It's about time we fucking grew up. It's about time we grow up, put our fucking big boy pants on, and start acting like honorable men. Act. Because like I said, I mean for this for this shit to go on with with, uh, with Vanessa and a whole laundry list more of women in the military, I'm ashamed of that shit. It's like this shit has put a, a stain and a mark on the military that it cannot, in my opinion, recover from. We're trained to fight and we're trained to kill and we're trained to protect and we're trained we're, we're trained to protect and serve our our country and other countries around the world but we can't even protect our service women in the military and that is a fucking shame to me we have higher ups in high positions covering up things uh Helping the fellow men out Because you know that whole Good old boys club And they, they hold true to that And they stand on that To when pe- when, they, when the ones who do Speak up about the harassment That's going on Or the, the rapings that are going on Those women get blackballed Get kicked out of the military Or end up dead And that's a fucking shame they, That should never happen Ever. But it's happened time and time and time again. Men, it should be your civic fucking duty to protect the women around you at all costs. And trust me when I tell you, man, I stand on that. That's how I feel about that. Women around me has always been my number one priority. Because I, like I said earlier, man, I guarantee you, none of that shit could have happened While I was in service and knew about it If I even got an inkling about it There was going to be a fucking problem Till this day, current date, civilian world, same thing If I ever knew about any type of harassment or sexual harassment Or anything like that going on with females that I worked with And females that that worked under me There would be a problem There would have been a problem there is nothing in this world. There is nothing in this world that is preventing men for, from protecting these women. A lot of men, they think because they are men that women are supposed to bow out to them, bow down to them, and do whatever the hell that it is they want them to do, especially in the military, because you get a younger. You get a younger female soldier in the military and you got these higher up perverts, a lot of them who are fucking married, um, a lot of them who are married and they, they use that shit to their advantage. They're ranking to their advantage to take advantage of these young women who are joining the military for a better way of life and to serve their country. But they live in fear because of the things that's going on with them and the men around them who are not there to protect them but to but, to bring harm to them, it's fucking sickening and it's fucking disgusting. The United States military has to do a lot better than what the fuck they've been doing, so Vanessa comes out I mean Vanessa ends up missing for months on end of course they they labeled her as a deserter, a wall, and all of this shit. They didn't really start even the the investigation until. The media started putting pressure on them to start the fucking investigation, right? So then, on top of that, after the top of her missing, um, the the girl, the the, the so, there was a soldier who actually I believe started the whole hashtag about Vanessa um, about finding Vanessa. <clears throat> when the remains were found, somehow, some way, she ends up dying in a car crash. That's what I read last. Don't quote me on that, but and I wanna I wanna be able to get her name. I'm gonna try to get her name before um before this uh podcast ends. But she ends up dying the day the day of or the day after they found Vanessa's remains. Um <laughs> I am in no shape, form, or fashion laughing at that, but what a fucking coincidence. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist, I'm not one of none of those things. But it's kind of strange that, like I said, this woman who started this hashtag and started this, basically, um, this social media blast about finding Vanessa, she just ends up dead um, as soon as they find her remains. um, And that's tragic. So that's Vanessa. As they were searching for Vanessa's remains, they come across... The soldier, Gregory Gregory Morales, I believe he was a private, 20 years old, in the Army stationed at Fort Hood, Texas. Again, another soldier, another life lost, and there's nothing. I mean, another, they labeled him as a deserter or, or, you know, he went AWOL, things of that nature, and nothing was done. And really now, I mean, his his death and disappearance has, um, you know, felt... Fault, has fallen to the wayside because of Vanessa's uh, um, finding, uh, the findings of Vanessa's um, remains. So Gregory Morales. Um, earlier today, man, I, w- I was strolling through Facebook, and I came across, pri- I mean, private first class, Adrian Morales. Adrian Morales, she died, I believe, in 2018, over in Korea, um, somehow, some way, she they said, they said that. So she had also filed some sexual harassment complaints against you know a couple, a few soldiers. She ended up dead outside of her room, uh, outside of her barracks, and they labeled that one as a suicide as well. So there we are, man. That's that's, and then uh, the 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 one the longest one Lavina Johnson Lavina Johnson was murdered over in Iraq I believe she was in Iraq they labeled that as a suicide as well so she ended up basically her body being mutilated they poured acid on her genitals I mean on her on her private private areas and Killed herself and uh, supposedly killed herself, and they labeled that as a suicide. But again, Lavina Johnson was also um, complaining about sexual harassment as well. So we got Gregory, we we got Vanessa again, Adrian Adrian Baralis. I believe that's how you say that. Bar- Barila Barillas and Lavina Johnson. Those are the three that those are the three lives that has been lost due to sexual harassment complaints in the army. And I'm and there's a plethora more cuz once this once Vanessa's story got out, there's been hundreds of service women with the hashtag I am Vanessa again with the side by side photo of them. And that's when they're recalling and telling their stories of what happened in when the, while they were in the military. And some of them are still in the military. It, it's, can you imagine, man? Can you imagine graduating from high school? A lot of, uh, and for, you, for a lot of you guys who don't know, a lot of people who join the military come from, come from uh, humble beginnings. Um, so a lot of them, you know, we come, they come, we come from the inner city, we come from, um, you know, impoverished neighborhoods. A lot of us are, a lot of us join the military for a better way of life. So imagine, you know, graduating from high school, joining the military to have a better way of life, but to also serve your country as a, a young 18, 19, 20-year-old. And a couple months in, once you get to your first duty station, or shit, some of the, some, sometimes this shit even happens while you're in, a, they call it, Army calls it AIT, we call it tech, uh, tech school in the Air Force. Um, but while you're in training, some of it starts to happen while they're in training. And throughout your whole fucking career, if you somewhat, shit, no, nah, I'm not going to even say that. Uh, you don't, if, if you're a female, period, then you have to experience, it's, it's like a rite of passage to a lot of these higher-ups and these fucking perverts that are in the military, and then they'll chalk it up and say some shit like, well, that's part, that's part of, that's the price you pay to get in the good old boys' club, to get in the good old boys' military. No, we're not paying that fucking price. They're not, they, don't, they shouldn't have to pay that price to be in the military and serve their fucking country a right that they chose to do. They chose to serve their country. But then they end up being harassed, sexually harassed, and and some of them murdered at the hands of the servicemen from their country. It's ridiculous. It's disgusting. Men, man. (laughs) We got to do better. Men, we have to do better. I had a couple of homeboys. Like, I know, I, I know a lot of people in the military still. And fortunately for them, they're in high positions in the military. And when I speak to them and I tell them, like, yo, don't do anything to jeopardize your position while you're in the military right now. Because I know those guys are good guys. I know that. And I tell those guys, like, I need you in there to protect the younger ones coming in and coming up through the ranks. I need you there. Because I know when I was in, there wasn't a lot of fucking higher-ups that I looked up to. There was probably shit, maybe shit, four or five, I could count on one fucking hand, who gave a damn about us young ones coming in and really wanted to, you know, see us win and shit. So that was about, maybe about five of them, maybe, give or take. So the few, I mean, so the few that I know that are in there now in high positions, man, I encourage them, especially with everything going on um, in the world today, man. I try to encourage them, yo, yo, funnel that shit through me, whatever it is you're trying to get out, man. Funnel that shit through me, man. I got you, but I need you in there to protect the Vanessa Guillens of the world. I need you in there to protect the Gregory Moraleses of the world. I need that. That's what we need. We need good people in high positions. That are going to, whatever you fucking want to call it, whistle blow, blow the whistle, whatever the fuck you want to call it. We need them in there to do that. So it's cool to fucking be silent on your social media, uh, your social media accounts. Just make sure you're doing the fucking work behind the lines and protecting our military service members, service men and women. That's all we can ask for. That's all I ask for, rather. So... To conclude that segment, man, like I said, man, I want to give a, uh, I just want to say rest in peace to Vanessa Guillen, Adrian Baralis, Gregory Morales, Lavina and Lavina Johnson, all members of the United States Army who ended up dead. Three of which we know filed sexual harassment complaints against fellow servicemen um, while they were still alive. Uh, the Gregory Morales uh, disappearance and in, and in, in death, we still don't know too much about that. It's not getting in too much um, light, but we're gonna speak up. We're gonna speak about it right here on the Minority Report because um, he deserves to be recognized, and his mother, last I heard, man, his mother was still trying to get um, the army to give him a military burial. Give that woman what she wants, man, because they wouldn't give it to her. They didn't give it to her or wouldn't give it to her, or what? Well, they just found his body, so they were saying that they wouldn't give it to her because um, he went AWOL and he was a deserter or whatever the case may be. But now that they found him, his remains in the fucking field out there in Colleen, uh, Texas, then they should do right by her. All right? So, like I said, man, to conclude, Rest in peace to Vanessa Guillen, Adrian Bur- Burales, Gregory Morales, and Lavina Johnson. Um, service men, specifically service men, start doing the fucking right thing, and start. We got to start doing mental health checkups on our, so our on our service men and women um, routinely. It should be a routine thing. I don't I don't understand how we feel that we could send our troops over to combat zones. And put them through all this rigorous training and all just shit. Day to day life in the military ain't no fucking joke. People, people think that shit is all fucking peaches and creams. That shit ain't no joke and it does a lot to your, fucking, to your fucking mental psyche. I was in the military. I know these things. I know a lot of people in the military. My father was in the military. Like I, everybody I was around, their parents was pretty much in the military. Their kids are, their their children are a byproduct of them. But if so, how can we continue to allow our service men and women to go through their four year enlistment, their eight year enlistment, some of them 20 years in the military and not once do a fucking mental health checkup on them or, or they do an initial one and they might do one every quarter or they do some shit when the service member, a service man, service man or woman or service member, whatever. Um, acts out and then they'll send them to you know get a mental checkup but sometimes and a lot of times by that time it's already too late so this uh, this should just be something that's routine in the military period or any fucking high stress level job that's out there probably quarterly probably a quarterly if you want to start at quarterly a quarterly fucking mental health checkup on your on your soldiers in your in all these people in these high stress uh level positions because it's very much needed. It really is. <sighs> man. Alright man, so let's switch gears, man. Alright man, so the other day man, I got a I got a um the other day, well, no matter of fact it was yesterday man. One of the big homies, man, he reached out to me, man, and uh, we had a good conversation, man. One of my homies I always respected and shit. Um, Real good dude, man, real stand up guy, man. So, you know, we was talking, man, and we was talking about, you know, Black Lives Matter and the Black Lives Matter movement, okay? Now, um, right here, man, on my platform, I just wanna make it very clear to any and everyone out there listening Um, I am not affiliated. With the Black Lives Matter organization at all. I don't know ties to them. They don't pay me. I don't subscribe to. I don't get a weekly newsletter. I'm not, I'm none of that. I don't, I don't, I am not affiliated with that organization in in any shape, form, or fashion. So when I scream Black Lives Matter, it's more so about the movement because Black Lives should matter. So let me be clear on that again, man. I'm not affiliated. i Matter of fact, I'm not affiliated with anyone. The only affiliation that I hold true to is the Minority Report. That's my organization. That's my name. That's my brand. That's what I'm affiliated with. And the thing about us, the thing about me is, since the beginning of fucking time, man, I've always stood for equality for all. For all. Black, white, yellow, gray, red, purple, orange, it does not matter. I want equality for all. I'm going to scream black lives matter because black lives matter, and that's what's going on right now. That's what we're focused on right now. But make, but make no mistake about it, my focus has always been everybody. Equality for everybody. Equal rights for everybody. That's the shit I'm on. That's the shit I've forever been on. And I'm well-documented decades back. I got in most of my trouble in the military for sticking up for other people. Because in the military, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, you guys get, get ranked. You guys spend, you know, a significant amount of time in there. You guys got that rank, you know, so you guys are in charge. You guys could do whatever the fuck you want to do. And that's cool. That's how the military works. That's not how the fucking military worked while I was in that motherfucker. Not, not around me. Because I don't have no problem. I never had a, and they tried to chalk it up like I had a problem with authority and shit. Nah, man, I got a problem. I got a problem with respect, man. You're going to respect me, you're going to respect whoever is around me. That's just how that's going to be. I don't give a fuck how your rank is. Because you could tell someone and or order someone to do something without disrespecting them, without belittling them. I had a problem with that shit. That shit came across too much like bullying to me. And I don't condone no fucking bullying. And I, n- and I never have. I used to fire off on niggas up in high school for fucking... I seen them being too aggressive with their chick. I seen them being too aggressive with their, with their woman, you know, yelling or... Fucking, you know, roughing them up, shaking them up. I used to intervene every fucking time. To this day, I'm going to intervene every fucking time. That's just who I am. I was back in high school. Got in the Air Force. I just told you what I was doing in the Air Force. To the fact that, shit, they ain't like it too much. They was, was switching shifts on me and shit, putting me on different flights and shit, putting me on different elements. Motherfuckers barred me from Nellis Air Force Base. They did the whole fucking nine, man. They had me on the fucking barman list on Nellis Air Force Base. Um, all types of shit. And why? Because I wouldn't let you fucking pick on myself or anyone around me. Like I said, man, we could do this shit the right way, man. There's, there's right ways to do shit, but with me, I know, man. I know what racism looks like. I recognize it. And there was a lot of racist motherfuckers in the military, in the Air Force, because the, the way they look at the Air Force, they look at the Air Force, especially back then, man. Like the Ivy Leagues of the military. So they looked at a lot of my black and brown brothers and sisters like, "What the fuck we doing in here?" So they want to belittle us, man. They want to fucking have us doing shit that you know they wouldn't have other white airmen doing, but they would have us doing. And that shit I couldn't stand for. I spoke, so I spoke up every motherfucking time. Every motherfucking time I spoke up. All right, fast forward that shit. Cool, we out. I'm out. I'm out the military. I'm in the civilian world. When, went to work for the biggest employer, the biggest employer in the United States outside of the government, and that's Walmart. So I went to work for Walmart, working in Walmart for 15 years, climbed my way away to the top, um, to, to, the, to the, you know, upper management of Walmart. Got up there and seen some shit I just didn't like. I didn't know, I didn't like how they was treating these people. I didn't like how, you know, they was, you know, putting all these motherfucking commercials out, talking about, you know, uh, you know, Higher living wages for you know new employees and you know better way of life for the new employees and shit, but they're cutting hours, they're cutting shifts, they're um, they're doing all types of fucking shady fucking business behind the scenes, and they expected me, a man who's always been for the people, to enforce those fucking rules. No, nah, I was never with that shit, man. Um, I I'm, I can't. I can't. I can't watch them raise the fucking wages till to, to fucking... I don't know what they raised them shits to. Let's just say $9 an hour for new employees coming in to the workforce. I'm their manager. I'm, I'm giving them these $9 an hour because it's mandated right now to pay all new people coming in $9 an hour. Meanwhile, I got an associate who's been there for two, two and a half years who started off its minimum wage and they only make an 8 dollars You would think as a company, you they would offset that fucking, uh, offset their salary to either match it or give them a little bit more since they've been there. Nah, they was just told to basically suck it up. Then lied and said that they all would get a fucking $2 raise. All the, the, the current employees would get something like a $2 raise, and then that shit never happened. So just bullshit after bullshit after bullshit, right? So... I got fed up with that shit, man. 15 years I was with this company collectively, 15 years. You know, I left, came back, left, came back, left, came back. But 15 years total, man, I did with this company. And um, I had to tell them, fuck them, you know. I told them, fuck them. And I wrote out this long fucking letter about how they fucking, I mean, email about how they fucking fuck over their associates and they don't give a fuck about the... They're store associates and they overwork us, the management and shit. Yeah, when we get great salaries and shit, but at what cost? At the cost of our fucking livelihood and our fucking day-to-day living and at the cost of our fucking family because they are out there putting in fucking 70 to 80 hours a week because we're salary and they could do that. So what ends up happening is all these managers, they're overworked. They're treating their fucking employees like shit and shit just keeps coming down from home office. Day after day after day about all these new changes and all these fucking changes that they want us to fucking implement right then on the spot. It was just bullshit, man. It was just all fucking bullshit. They treat their their employees like bullshit. And I was just fed up with it. So I told him to fuck off. I told my store manager to fuck off. He's a dickhead. That's what I told him. Fucking just just a loser-ass motherfucker. And honestly, looking back on that shit, man, I was just, you know. Um, <laughs> I guess that nigga just got caught up in the crossfire. I don't know, man. I mean, because he seemed to be a good dude. After, after I look back on him, I mean, he's a sucker-ass motherfucker when he was working there. But, you know, it is what it is, man. He, he a sucker. He always knew he was a fucking sucker when I was there. So it is what it is. But, like I said, looking back, I mean, I guess, you know, he he ain't know no better. He was a younger dude. You know, he was put in a position that, um, that he probably shouldn't have been. Matter of fact, he shouldn't have been put in there. My homegirl should have been in that position, but they fucked her over to put him in that position. So, like I said, man, he would probably you know he probably wouldn't shouldn't even been in that position. So you know he just called, he got caught up. He he was I guess he was a he he was an innocent victim I guess. Um, but um, I ended up writing this email to the whole I guess Southwest and Southeast region of Walmart. And I sent that shit out on blast. And any and everybody <laughs> who read that motherfucker to this day, man, when they see me, they run up, into, run up to me, uh, running to me, man, they give me props on that, man, because... they And they thank me for actually saying something and have the balls to do so. Um, because it was shit that needed to be said, and shit needed to change, and shit needed to happen. So after that letter, though, man, a lot of... I mean, I quit, so I mean... I mean, I felt bad for quitting, man, because I, I fucking, like I said, I left a lot of my employees there that I, I cared about. But, you know, I had to do what was best for me and my motherfucking, and me and my mental health, because that fucking job and that career was really affecting my mental health. So I had to get up out of there, but I felt bad, like I said, because I left a lot of good people behind. But what that letter did was it opened a lot of eyes to the shit that was really going on. And, like, within, within... uh shit 6 to 8 months man the whole there was a whole new upper management team um in place in the south southwest or southeast whatever fucking region we're in and just a lot of shit started to change man because that letter that I wrote it um it opened up a lot of eyes cuz that shit went all the way to the top to the home office to everywhere cuz I sent that out to everybody cuz it was at least shit a couple hundred people on that email but I let that happen so I say all that shit to say this man I've always been someone for the fucking people, man. Um, Black Lives Matter, the organization, I mean, we we know why it was started. Because it just seemed like black lives didn't matter. I don't know what their affiliations are. I don't know who sponsors them. I don't know who pumps money into them. But ain't none of them motherfuckers paying me. Ain't nobody over there sponsoring me. I'm my own man. The Minority Report is its own entity. And it's only affiliated with other shit that I'm doing and other shit that I own, Period. So I don't want you guys to misunderstand me when I'm out here shouting out Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, because it's just that to me, the phrase, Black Lives Matter, the movement, Black Lives Matter, that's the shit that I stand on and that's the shit that I support, period. And I'm going to forever stand on and support any type of injustice. As you see, Vanessa again, she's not black. She's Mexican. Gregory Morales, he's not black. I believe he's Mexican. Adrian... Adrienne Borelis, she's Hispanic as well. It don't matter. Those kids down south in those cages, they're Hispanic as well, or Latino as well. I'm for equality for all. It doesn't matter who the fuck it is. We are sick and tired of having to beg for fucking equal rights. And the fact that it's even a fucking problem, especially on social media, is fucking disgusting to me. We screaming out, black lives matter too. We matter as well. And all these motherfuckers keep shouting out as well, all lives matter. Well, motherfucker, if all lives matter, how come you motherfuckers ain't out there in the streets marching talking about all lives matter? And how come you guys aren't just as outraged as we are when it comes to Javier Ambler, when it comes to George Floyd, when it comes to Breonna Taylor, when it comes to Trayvon Martin, when it comes to fucking... Shit man, I, I can't even I can't even think of all the damn names right now But you get the point When it comes to Vanessa again, Gregory Morales Lavina Johnson Where are all these all lives matter fucking people When all of these fucking people Are being killed For next to no fucking reason Because they all, in my opinion Should be alive As far as we know And none of these fucking people murder nobody None of, none of these per- people rape nobody uh, did any type of bodily harm to anyone so everybody should be fucking living everybody should be breathing everybody should be going on about their fucking business today but they're not they're 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 not they died at the hands of fucking cowards and cuz that's exactly what they are you got these motherfucking cops out here and notice I said cops and well let me let me let me let me fall back a little bit let me let me backtrack a lot of y'all seem to think that this shit, this Black Lives Matter, this Black Lives Matter movement, or even myself, have a problem with white people. Never in my lifetime had a problem with a white person, unless they fucking had a problem with me. But for me, that goes for any fucking race. It doesn't matter. I got black motherfuckers I got issues with. So fucking what? But I ain't got a problem with no fucking race out there, unless they got a, unless that person has a problem with me. So this whole Black Lives Matters movement ain't no, it ain't. This ain't black versus white. This is everybody versus racist, everybody versus racism, equality for all. that's what this is about, and that's the message we're gonna keep pushing. I don't need you on my fucking timeline talking about well, what about this incident? And you guys put- posting these fucking it's funny man, because <laughs> me and one of my homies was talking about the other day, man it's like it's funny how the most fucking racist fucking people who are pushing this fucking. This, 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 fucking, this fucking bigotry and these, this fucking hate happen to be fucking police officers that we know. That's fucking crazy to us. The homie hit me up and told me, like, yo, Dre, I just noticed that the, pe- pe- the people that I'm arguing with the most and who, seen, who, who come across the most racist happen to be police officers. I said, that's the fucking problem right there. And them police officers ain't got to be white. The fucking the, the shit! A few, a couple of those fucking police officers that that dragged those two college kids out of their fucking car in Atlanta, they were black police officers. So that shit don't mean nothing. It was, so, so what I'm saying is, it's not a fucking black and a white thing. The police department needs to do a better job at policing the police. We need. As far as the police departments And the military is concerned We need an outside entity Investigating and, and I'm not talking about for the police What they got um, was that, IA Internal Affairs I'm not talking about that bullshit Because most of the motherfuckers former cops too And they all in the cahoots with each other I'm talking about a, a completely independent Entity out there To investigate these claims Of harassment and all of these Fucking crooked ass cops That's the shit that we need in place like yesterday. And the fact that it's been the way that it's been for so fucking long is beyond me. But like they say, man, the, the, the good old boys are gonna protect the good old boys. That's just what it is. But now that we are, are that now that we're woke and we can see what's going on, we need to continue to push this shit forward. We need to continue to push on, we need to continue to press on. We need to continue to get these laws and get these uh, all this legislation We need to get this shit changed for the better, for the betterment of the country, period. It's fucking crazy that we could be out here screaming equality for all and justice for all and and black lives matter. And there's arguments and there's all types of backlash and shit because of it. Well, fuck, like y'all really don't want us to be fucking equal. Shit. I'm scheming out this bitch equality for all and motherfuckers got a problem with it. I'm screaming black lives matter because we seem to be the lives that really don't fucking matter in this country and we got motherfuckers out there screaming out, screaming out all lives matter and blue lives matter. It's like they say, man, that blue lives matter, that shit is bullshit. Because they, they work working an 8 or 12 or 16 hour shift, they get to go home and they get to take that fucking uniform off. My skin is black 24-7, 365 and it's been that way for almost 42 fucking years. So y'all gotta miss me with that bullshit. A lot of you motherfuckers hide behind that badge You hide behind that badge And you do some cruel Cruel, cruel Just Uncalled for, unthinkable things To people while you're in that uniform And hide behind that badge It's just like I used to tell my higher ups In the military And I used to tell them this And I used to get in trouble for it LORs and LOCs and shit But hey man, I used to tell these niggas like this Cause you know, like I said, some of these motherfuckers is racist as fuck. So they'll talk to you in any kind of way, talk to you like you're stupid, talk down to you and shit. I mean then like I said, and this is outside, this is beyond the point of they outrank me or, or or I'm 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 at a lower rank than them. This is beyond the point of that. They feel that they get, because of that. And because of you're in the military, and because you're protected by the UCMJ, or they're protected by the UCMJ, they feel like You're not gonna do too much to go out of line and they could do anything they want to do, and you can't say shit about it because they outrank you. Nah man, I was a new I was I was a different type of nigga, man. I was just a different type of nigga. Nah man, in order to get respect, you gotta give fucking respect. And you're gonna respect me and anybody around me while I'm there. So what I used to tell them is because they get all like they'll get you in the office and shit, it'd be, you know, you're higher up, be like an E6, E7. You know, in there, and then they, they got the lieutenant in there or the captain in there, and you know, they're talking reckless to you. They're talking crazy to you, and they don't expect you to fucking say nothing. They expect you to fucking sit there and take it while they talk just crazy to you, belittle you, talk down to you. So I used to tell each and every one of them motherfuckers like this, and this, I, you know, I was stationed in Vegas. I said, "Let me tell you something, man. You motherfuckers talk all that shit all you want, to. and I told them just like this because fuck them." You motherfuckers talk all this shit, you wanna talk big and bad in front of these motherfuckers and in front of this, you know, officer and shit, cause you think this motherfucker could save you and you think you're a fucking tough guy. But the thing about it is you put your pants on one leg at a time just like I do. And I guarantee you, if I was to see you outside of this base in civilian clothes, on the strip, I said I guarantee you I could walk up to your wife and slap the shit out of her if I wanted to, and you wouldn't do and you wouldn't say a motherfucking thing to me. Because that's how much of a pussy they are. That's how much of a coward they are. They do all that shit within that, on that base and shit. They talk all that shit while they're in that uniform. They got them stripes or, you know, them bars or, you know, them fucking uh, them, them leaves on or whatever the, fuck they, whatever the fuck they rank is. They took all that shit. And they say all that shit. And they say all this, say all this fucking racist shit. And they do all this racist shit to you. But they know. <laughs> that's why I didn't see... i never seen a lot of them motherfuckers... Outside they fucking house, while we was off duty. That's part of the reason why they fucking barred me from the Ellis Air Force Base for a long fucking time, because they was afraid of the repercussions that would happen to them if I was to get back on the mo- on that motherfucking base. And I'm not gonna lie to you. Immediately following me getting out, y'all yeah, plotted some things against some of the motherfuckers. But then I think you know I'm smarter than them. I'm smarter than that. Nah, them niggas wasn't worth it. That shit was behind me at that point. But they were scared. These motherfuckers think they same thing going on with all these females. Like, ladies, y'all have brothers, y'all have fucking cousins, y'all have y'all have fathers, y'all have uncles, y'all have friends like myself. We'll get it fucking done for you. We'll get the fucking justice you deserve. I promise you that. And that's what a lot of these motherfuckers don't understand. Like that fucking coward that killed Vanessa. Man, listen, listen. Ain't no way. I got homegirls. Like I said, since this Vanessa Guillen thing came out, they they they've said that they've they've um, they've experienced this shit while I was in. They all of them say, "Well, I ain't gonna give you no names though. I ain't gonna give you no names though, cause." We're willing to make it happen. All you cowardly-ass fucking men joining the military, Are you cowardly-ass fucking men joining all these fucking police departments, because you're fucking cowards. You want to get a little sense of fucking power and shit, and you want to abuse your fucking power. And in some you, you just happen to be fucking racist. So you want to fucking take all your fucking anger and all your fucking frustrations out on black people. Well, fuck you too. So be clear, man, I'm not, like I said, I'm not affiliated with the Black Lives Matter organization. I stand on my own shit. I'm, I'm repping the Minority Report and every fucking other thing that I own. That's what I represent. I'm not affiliated with nobody. I'm all about equality for all and equality for everybody. We're going to protest. We're going to interview. we going to write down, we're going to write out legislation. We're going to vote. We're going to vote. We're going to do any and every fucking thing we have to do and can do to get equality for all, to get justice for all of these fucking soldiers and all of these people and all these all of these these, these people who died at the uh, hands of the military and these fucking lame-ass fucking police officers out there. It's coming, man. We, we, don't, we don't have time... And, and I've said it before at a fucking protest and I'm going to say it right here on my fucking platform. A lot of people out there, I man, you guys disgust discuss me, man, because like I said, I, I knew it was going to happen. This whole trendy thing of being out there protesting, speaking for the people and pretending you like for the people, you just did it for the fucking look. You did it for the gram. You did it for Facebook. I don't see a lot of you motherfuckers out there no more. I don't see a lot of you motherfuckers posting shit no more. It's like, oh, it's the trendy thing to do until the next person gets killed. That's how a lot of you motherfuckers operate, man, because you guys don't really stand for shit. You're too busy fucking following trends and shit. But that's cool, man. Continue to follow your fucking trends. I'm going to be with the people that's going to be here, and we're going to keep riding out and doing what we're supposed to be doing. So I apologize if y'all was coming to the Minority Report on this episode looking for something uplifting. Um, But I ain't where my heart is at. My heart is fucking broke, man. I'm sick. I'm sick and tired. We got motherfuckers out here dying every fucking day, man. We got motherfuckers dying every day. We getting motherfuckers We got women out here getting harassed, sexually harassed, getting raped every fucking day at the workplace, in the workplace, in the military. And for what? All because some fucking coward ass fucking man is feeling insecure about him fucking self. His clown ass is happy. At, he He's not happy at home. He wants to feel like the big man on fucking campus. These cops want to feel like the big man on fucking campus. Insecure ass motherfucking people, man. You motherfuckers need help. Switching gears to this COVID-19 shit. It's fucking crazy that you motherfuckers, and a lot of you is them all lives matter motherfuckers. <laughs> you motherfuckers won't go in the streets and march for the fucking innocent lives that's being lost because they're black, but you motherfuckers will march to the state capitals because you got to wear a fucking mask. Wear your fucking mask, you stupid ass deuce. Fuck is wrong with y'all? It's just stupid to me, man. Like the shit y'all want to fight over because you can't go to you can't go to your fucking local bar. That's the shit that you protested. It's your human right to be able to get out there. To, I mean, it's your human right to be able to decide if you're going to wear a mask or not. It's your human right to be able to go to a bar and have a fucking beer. How about it's our human fucking life, is our fucking human right to be able to go out there and walk down the street and just fucking breathe? How about that? The shit you motherfuckers that get behind is fucking stupid and it's disgusting to me. It's nasty. The shit is just nasty. The shit that y'all will fucking y'all backing, y'all marching up the fucking to the state capitol and shit because y'all gotta wear masks. What about all the fucking elderly people out here? What about people the people out here with these compromised immune systems and things of that nature? Wear your fucking mask. It's for 15 to 10 minutes or 30 minutes, however long you wanna be in a fucking store or a restaurant or 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 in a store rather, or in in a in a in a an establishment or a business. 15, 20 minutes, whatever the case may be. Put your fucking mask on. It's not that fucking serious. We got the clown ass governors. We got a clown ass fucking president who's fucking. They, here in Texas, man, they canceled the fucking te- Texas State Fair. But they reopened schools to send the school. I mean, to send the kids back to school this year. Just stupid shit like that, man. That that's why our votes, and our education on our votes. Is so fucking important. And let me touch bases on the whole voting shit and when it comes to this whole Democratic and Republican bullshit. Fuck the Democrats and fuck the fucking Republicans. So, what we should do is educate ourselves on the candidates and vote for the right, I mean, vote for the, the best one that's going to bring change to our communities. That's what we should do. It shouldn't matter if the motherfucker's a Democrat, it shouldn't matter if the motherfucker's are Republican. Whatever the one is doing the best for is gonna do the best for the fucking country, period. That's who we should fucking be voting for. I've never been a Democrat or a fucking Republican, but I vote. I do my education on which candidate I feel is gonna fucking be the one that's gonna do the most right by the people. A lot of you motherfuckers just hung up on this Democrat, Republican bullshit. Y'all just, a lot of you motherfuckers just sheep to this shit, man. Y'all just sheep to this shit. And just because the fucking systems and shit, it was, a pla- it was in place and it was passed down from generation to generation, from our parents to, I mean, from our grandparents to, the, to our parents to us, doesn't mean that, yo, know, man, just pause sometimes. Sometimes you got to fucking pause. Be like, hey, let me, let, me, let me think about this myself. Another thing that we get fucking criticized with, I mean, criticized about nowadays, thinking for oneself. We got to think for ourselves sometimes. A lot of motherfuckers, they get on social media, man. They see whatever, every, whatever, run, every, whatever everyone's running with, that's the shit that they run with. I've never been that fucking person. Matter of fact, I've always been the person, the person nine out of ten times, whatever all the shit y'all running with, I'm running against that shit. Never wanted to be like every fucking body else. Never wanted to be like everybody else in the fucking crowd. Be a fucking individual, man. Stand on your own fucking two feet. Stand on your own fucking merit. Stand on your own fucking principles. But a lot of you motherfuckers don't even have that kind of shit no more because y'all too busy following what everybody else is fucking doing. Never really even figured out who the fuck you are as a person, and period. Because you're too busy trying to be this person, and that person, and that person, and this person. Be your fucking self, man. Have some fucking dignity, man. Have some fucking pride within yourself. Move fucking accordingly. Educate yourself. Get out there and fucking vote. Let's get out there and get these fucking laws changed. Let's get out there and fucking uh, demolish a lot of these fucking laws and shit that's going on. Speaking of demolishing shit, man, let me talk about these fucking statues real quick. <laughs> Yo, let me, let me listen, listen, y'all. You know, a lot of people, man, you know, hit me up, you know. They don't want to know what my stance is on these fucking statues, man. I told one of the homies the other day, man, I'm like, look, man, I don't give a fuck about none of them fucking statues. You know what I mean? I mean, I really don't. I mean, and, and that's to say, not to say that I want them all tore down. I don't give a fuck if they stand, I mean, if they stay up. I, I really don't. It's nothing that, I never fucking walked past a statue, a statue and been in awe about that fucking statue, like, oh, shit. That fucking Robert E. Lee fucking statue, like, oh, it's doing something to me. I don't pay attention to none of them fucking statues. I don't give a fuck. It means nothing to me but there's a lot of people out there who are still alive that those statues mean something too. There's native americans here on their native land who care about what those fucking statues mean. So them being taken taken down or taken down, they don't mean shit to them. But I'm pretty I mean to me, but I'm pretty sure it's a big deal to them. So I don't care. I mean yeah, tear them down if that's what the fuck y'all want to do, tear them down. I don't give a fuck they on painting Black Lives Matter on streets and shit. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that either. So these motherfuckers are going to do everything, everything other than what we ask them to do. To keep distracting us from the shit we're actually asking for. All of these fucking companies in America posting all of this Black Lives Matter shit and... Um, shout out, well, before I fucking get on them niggas Let me shout out fucking Netflix, man Giving 2% of their proceeds to uh, Black banks in here in America Shout out to them Put your fucking money where your mouth is So a lot of these corporations Out here talking about, like I said They out here, you know, Black Lives Matter this And they're equal, for equality of this And then this and that and the third Shit, man, just look at their fucking Look at their employee percentages of You know, how many black and brown people Are in higher positions in their fucking company I go to fucking H-E-B right now, man, and I swear to God, there's probably only one or two black people in all the H-E-Bs that I go to. Yes, we're in San Antonio. I understand that, you know, it's 80% Hispanic, but I'm, you can't tell me that black people ain't applying for fucking H-E-B. <laughs> you, you, you ain't about to tell me that. You see what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's just shit like that. How many higher-ups in fucking H-E-B is black? And I fucked with H-E-B. But it's just shit like that. I experienced that shit working here, working here in San Antonio in fucking Walmart here, Sam's Club here. How many of them was this? Very few. And then they treated us like shit on top of that, man. Because we, we, when black people get up in high positions and high places in these fucking companies, we're supposed to be just happy that we there. But we know like when they, when they, when, when they do that shit, it's because they can't just... I mean, they can. I mean, a lot of them do do this shit. They can't just have no fucking black people. They can't just have no fucking brown people up there. So a lot of these motherfuckers just fill in numbers, and then you know they put them in a position, and then uh, for for you know to to you know to make it look good on paper, and then end up fucking demoting them or firing them for some bullshit ass reason. It's like and then when like when we get there, we like I said, we got to be perfect when it comes to every fucking thing. We gotta, we gotta be, we gotta be the best out of the best. We gotta, we gotta act the best. We gotta fucking talk the best. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta be the best workers. We gotta be the best everything. We gotta be number one at everything before they even fucking promote us to these high fucking positions. That's what we gotta do to fucking uh, versus our fucking white counterparts. They don't, they don't have to do half the shit that we have to do, and they'll get up in that fucking positions and they'll hold them positions forever. Until they feel like going somewhere. But to be black and brown but I'm only I'm speaking for black right now, because that's what I know of. You gotta be damn near perfect to get in those fucking positions. And then when you get in those positions, you gotta remain perfect and go over and beyond the fucking call of fucking duty just to stay where you're at. Cause they're really not gonna really too much promote you any further than, you know, what they're gonna promote you. They got you fucking jumping through fucking, shucking and jiving and shit to, to get any more type of fucking recognition. So the fucking statues coming down, all the fucking corporate sponsors fucking shouting out Black Lives Matter and fucking equality for all and painting fucking Black Lives Matter on the motherfucking, uh, on the fucking uh, uh, football, I mean, on, the, on these streets. The NFL out here fucking talking about they are gonna play a fuck the black the quote unquote black national anthem before the actual national anthem, man. NFL, y'all 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 are the fucking worst, man. Y'all the fucking worst. It's like, like I said, they doing everything. These motherfuckers doing everything, but we're we're asking them to do man. Put put give give Colin Kaepernick a fucking job, and hire more fucking black GMs and fucking head coaches. That's what you could do to fucking. Uh, in systematic racism in your fucking company. We don't give a fuck about you playing no fucking black national anthem before the actual national anthem. No no one gives a fuck about none of that. I promise you that. And if they do care, then who cares? Who cares if they care? That that shit is stupid. Hire more black GMs, general managers, and hire more black coaches and get Colin Kaepernick a fucking job because he's better than at least 50% of the quarterbacks that you have on roster right now. Guaranteed. Miss me with the bullshit, man. So, yo, this episode number 23, this shit was heavy on my heart. It needed to be spoken on, so I spoke on it. We need to change this world for the better. We need equality for all. We need all of these fucking social injustices to stop. We need to, to... our servicemen, you need to protect our service women. So everybody out there in the civilian sector, look out for your female counterparts because they experience harassment and things of that nature as well. Because the good old boys club, I mean, is going to continue to remain the good old boys club until we fucking dismantle that motherfucker. If anyone needs to talk about anything... Or if you feel like you don't have no one to talk to, minor, the Minority Report at Minority Rap Pod on all social media. DM me. We could talk about it. We could shed some light onto some shit. And if we don't want to shed some light onto some shit, we could work on. We could work behind the scenes in getting what it is you need to be gotten. Whatever that need, whatever that may be. for the women out there, you guys are suffering. I I have girls. I have daughters. And I do not want them to ever be afraid to fucking go to work, to ever be afraid to, or to feel uncomfortable in their workspace because of some coward, perverted ass fucking men that they work with. Know your fucking place, men. Know how to act amongst women, amongst the ladies, when you're around them. And like I said, if a woman is in your vicinity, she should always feel comfortable in that vicinity. Because if not, there's a fucking problem. I think that's it, man. I mean, I'm done, man, so... Rest in peace to the homie Javier Ambler. We're still waiting on justice for him. It's been shit over a year. Shit. It's been a year and a couple months now. No justice for Javier Ambler. Colleen's own Javier Ambler. Rest in peace, my guy. Condolences to the family. To Vanessa Guillen. To Adrian Morales. To Gregory Morales. To Lavina Johnson. Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Ahmad Alberry. Shit, man, enough's enough, man. I've been tired, man. My name is Dre E. This is the Minority Report, episode number 23, and we out. Whew. There we go, you guys. Another episode of the Minority Report is in the books. I want to thank all the listeners out there for continuing to listen to us each and every week. To all of our new listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you. The more the merrier, please spread the word. You can follow us at Minority Rap Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So, all social media platforms, Minority Rap Pod on all st- social media platforms Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I want to shout out to my girl, Ty White, for the beat. Uh, for the intro, outro beat. So, y'all look her up, Ty White Beats, Ty White underscore Beats, and that's on your Instagram or on Apple Music as well. You can find her. She so lace you with a beat or two. Also, look us up on our YouTube channel, The Minority Report. It's on YouTube. Uh, We're on there. Please hit that subscribe button. Uh, Like us, dislike us, leave a comment. Um, Let us know. Let us know how we did on today's episode, and we'll greatly appreciate that. Until then, um, I'll ask. Peace.